I'm really curious. Is this just now how the stock market is? Is I don't know. This is the new world order of the stock market? Is I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Is it going to pop and we're going to go back to actually being educated with our money? market crashed in March and then it shot back up yeah like crazily fast yes and ever since that happened people have been saying that it's a bubble and it's gonna pop right and it's gonna crash yeah. hard any day now basically right and so they've been saying that for months you know yeah. almost a year and so I don't know I don't know if it's that's gonna happen or if it's just gonna keep going there's some weird stuff going on and and I don't think anybody can predict it right now it's real interesting to watch though it is. It is very interesting to watch. I'm I'm really curious and it's entertaining to think that. Like what if this is just how the stock market works? Like what if all these educated professionals who knew how it worked everything they know three is now years worthless. Ago, what if it's now worthless? <laughs> and that these people that understand memes and the trends and what people think is funny mm-hmm. is now more valuable to make money on the stock market. Like, what if that's how it works now? I don't know. It just that's, so quickly switched yeah. over. Like, honestly, it seems like in the last... It's the power of the internet. Three months or so here, it's kind of made that mm-hmm. switch or something. Yeah. It's really interesting. But maybe all that brings us to this more applicable discussion of money. Yeah. And the use of money and, like, how yeah. to be... You and I are both invested in the stock market, not in GameStop or AMC. That you know of. (laughs) Just kidding. I was going to say, you you jumped on the bandwagon. No, I did not. Um, But uh, did I get you into the stock market? Yeah, you did. Do I get credit for that? You sure do. Yeah. In fact, you got a free stock for that. I did. (laughs) And then you totally kicked my butt by buying Tesla at like $300 and then made like two grand off of it. Yeah. Pure um, luck. I was not one of those educated buyers at all. That was just, <laughs> um, just not worked out. Anyway, so but yeah, yo, I got into the stock market a couple years ago because I realized like I had a couple grand in my bank account and I was just like, I should be doing something with this. I didn't want to spend it on something because so I was like, I think it's good to have money put away but i was like well i I, it seems like a waste to just have this potential honestly sitting there yeah um which we kind of talked about last episode yeah this might be a very nice next episode to that um so yeah that was and i still keep the majority of my money in my savings account um but I've got I've been slowly adding to my investment portfolio and and it's done fairly well and I, I think it feels good to be I don't know doing something with it instead yeah. of just letting it sit there right. you know something for me was like growing up you know your at least my parents tried to give me some economic advice and you know try to train you how to use money right Mm -hmm. and so that's where the idea of getting an allowance comes from i think um is you know start training you how's how to to manage money i think that's the key is use use money because that's yeah 
And we'll talk more about our view of money, I guess, later on. Yeah, or yeah, what you're going to do with it, how you're going to manage it, and which is good. You need that training. You can't just be dumped into it as a high schooler or a freshman in college, mm-hmm. and suddenly you have to manage all this world of money. But the basically the strategy was that I got growing up was work. Tell them what was your allowance? Because you told me before. Oh was... yeah, well. It, it changed as I got older, but originally I got, I think, one peso every week or two pesos every week. Two pesos for a week. while. So that's, up in Mexico, and yeah, what that's is that? Ten cents. Ten cents a week. Yeah, ten cents a week. Save it up, and then after a while, I got you know a quarter a week, and yeah. I think the highest it got was fifty cents a week. Mm. But and to be fair, fifty cents gets you a lot further in Mexico yeah. than it does here. You know that would get you, you know or three tacos depending where you go so it's not a bad thing to get a get 50 cents every week yeah so yeah and what seemed to be what was done in my house at least was you work you make money and you save you use the money that you have to Mm -hmm. and you save the money that you don't have to spend Mm -hmm. it was pretty simple which is a great core concept i think of how to manage money but that's how my family does it and so that's how all my siblings seem to do things as well and then my sister married this guy <laughs> Howard Quatch who I've, you know, I like hearing him talk about stuff because he has a very different view of what to do with money um, really completely different and so he's you know he's critiqued our family traditions which is great and just kind of said wow you guys are not good at building wealth you're not good at uh yeah using this money in reinvesting it and that doesn't necessarily starting the stock market but yeah invest it in in your future in in projects and yeah in making a better life and more income yeah and Originally, that, that um, what word did I just use? Critique of our, of, you know, what I consider to be my plan for using money, which is to save, mm-hmm. you know, earn money, save as much as I can. Yeah. Uh, it kind of, well, took that, <laughs> felt a little bit offended because, yeah. because I think what I felt like was as a Christian, I have to kind of have this hands-off approach to money almost. Yeah. I don't quite know how to put it into words, but like, you know, completely don't touch money. The love of money is... The root of all evil. The root of all evil, you know? So just, it's a hands-off thing where you just let the money do its money things and you try to deal as little as possible Mm. with money. So, I don't know. Do you, does that ring a bell with you? That kind of feeling? I, I definitely... I have felt like that before, and and I think a lot of times, like you said, that was the way your family operated. I think people kind of inherit their same spending habits that their parents had. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why, for a long time, I didn't ever think about building wealth, as you put it. I just, it was either you were a person who spent only money only on things that you had to and saved as much as you could yeah or your person just spent the money whenever you had it on whatever right. you wanted right um though i never thought about 
intentional spending, I guess. Yeah. Um, like thinking that buying things that would increase your wealth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that was kind of my thing. And it wasn't until, like I said, a couple of years ago, I was like, I had this money saved up and I thought, it seems like a waste just to have to sit in here. Cause there was nothing yeah. that I was saving for. Yeah. You know, when I was a teenager, I was always just saving up for a car. Yeah. I was saving for a car, saving for a car, you know, and then I got the car and then it was like, I knew I was still saving money, but I didn't right. know what I was saving it for. So I saved up a bunch of money and was like, well, what am I supposed your head to do? Yeah. What? Um, I had no, nothing. I was a goal. I wasn't working yeah. towards. So, and I think I had a similar thing. I wasn't saving for a car, but yeah, just kind of saving and saving. And what I was saving for was, a, you know, a worst case scenario, mm-hmm. um, a safety safety net to have in your savings mm-hmm. account, which is a real smart thing to do. I don't think anybody would argue against yeah. that. Like, if you're not... Keep some money in your savings account. A nice chunk. Yeah. You, as nice as I you think, can in there. What's because, the guy's name? The financial advisor. Oh, dude. Yeah. Dave Ramsey. There we go. So I think Dave Ramsey recommends you have $5,000 in your savings account at all times. Yeah. Um, for emergencies, you know. And yeah. then don't feel bad about spending it when an emergency comes up. You right. know, that's what it's there for. I think it, you know, makes me think of it, the story Jesus told about the man with the servants. He left each of them a oh, pile yeah, of money. The talents. The talents. Yeah, yeah. let's look that up. Yeah, um, the parable of the talents parable of the talents says for it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted to them his property to one he gave five talents to another two to another one to each according to his ability then he went away he who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them and he made five talents more so also he who had two talents made two talents more but he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. Now after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. And he who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five talents more, saying, Master, you delivered to me five talents. Here I have made five talents more. Hmm. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master." And he also who had the two talents came forward, saying, Master, you delivered to me two talents. Here I have made you two talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. He also who had received the one talent came forward, saying, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is yours. But his master said to him, You wicked and slothful servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I scattered no seed. Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers. At my coming I should have received what was my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. For to everyone who has... For to everyone who has more be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. Hmm. And cast the worthless servant into outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Pretty intense. Real intense. Consequences there. Um, 
but you know that's what it feels like when you're just putting away money just saving it you know i realized i'm not doing anything and i think that's part of being a good steward with mm. what god has given you yeah and like you were talking about it's like that view of as a christian you need to just have this hands-off thing with money yeah. and i i think i know what you're talking about and it's you know you have to make sure that you don't put anything any material thing especially above god yeah. that god is the only thing that you need yeah but if you have money you need to be a good steward with it anything yeah. that you have you need to be a good steward with right and to the best of your ability yeah. you know don't be foolish with it and use it and that's right. the thing i think christians and anybody really the correct view of money in my opinion is as a tool yeah you know it's a tool to be used to bring glory to god yeah to the best of your ability for the greatest glory to god mm -hmm. you know everything you've everything got. is like that and if you lose it then it doesn't matter because mm. i mean i don't want to say it doesn't matter because it's going to be tough but yeah you don't need it like if you, if God is the only thing that you need, if you you can lose everything you've got, and if God's the only thing you need, you'll mm. be fine. Yeah, because He is so much more important than any possession, any right. amount of money. And because He'll be glorified by you mm -hmm. losing your money, He has His plans for you. It's not, you know, do your best to be a good steward so that you'll have this nice life with a jacuzzi in your backyard, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. If that was the goal, then losing your money would be a catastrophic failure. Mm -hmm. But if your goal is to be led by the Holy Spirit and mm -hmm. to have his will in your life, then that's, I think, what you're talking about, where losing it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't change that. It doesn't, doesn't derail change your, goal. your plans. Yeah, it just you just keep going. Yeah. You know, keep bringing glory to God. Yeah. And, and I hope, you know, I think there is a real temptation to become not prideful but to get greedy yeah and to become too focused on your own wealth mm -hmm. i think it's super so easy yeah and it, so there's definitely value people, i know lots of people measure their own success by how much money they have yeah. you know it's it's an easy way to make yourself feel good, yeah. but it also is not fulfilling yeah. at all because it's like you're never, you're always going to want more. Right. Doesn't with money, mm. you know, if you money, if obtaining more money is your goal, yeah. then it's always going to be your goal. It's yeah. you're, you're never going to hit a point where it's like, okay, I've got enough money now, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think with all that said, I don't think I'd say that like this hands off, mm -hmm. you know, hands off approach to money where you just work hard. And it's like know, God gives you a hundred dollars and you're like, whoa, it like freaks you out almost like you don't yeah. want to touch it, you know, which I'm, I'm not saying that's a bad approach. I think that's, there's a lot of value, but I think there's, it's, um, you need to see the flip side of the coin as well, which is exactly what that parable was saying. I think, of, yeah, I, I would say that it's not the worst approach. It's definitely not touching like the hands off. Don't want to do anything with your money that you don't absolutely have to is better than just spending it foolishly yeah. on anything that you want. Yeah. But I think we 
should should use the gifts and the thing and the mm-hmm. things that God has given us yeah. to the best of our ability. Although, like, if I think there's people that are just that's their poison, that's their mm-hmm. temptation, and for them, the the closest thing they can do, maybe. To glorifying God with their money is to deal as little as possible with it. Yeah, it might be true. I think the same kind of thing comes into play with you know alcohol. Mm-hmm. People, some people can handle it, and other yeah. people, if they drink a beer, they're just not going to stop. Right. Yeah. So don't jump into something that is, you know, if what you know to it. be a struggle for mm-hmm. you, a serious temptation, um, and I think maybe the danger is that. You jump into it, you know, when you've got almost nothing, it's super easy to give your finances to God mm-hmm. because, hey, I've got, you know, 10 bucks in the bank, so I'm going to go ahead and give it to God, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he starts doing miracles and you start, you know, putting in effort and trying to be a good steward and it grows. And then without checking yourself and realizing that you've taken it back into your own hands and mm-hmm. become greedy with it once again, I think probably always a good idea to keep reevaluating your heart and make sure that now that you've got, you know, $5,000 in the bank, $500,000 in the bank is is still just as given to God as that initial $10 was, Mm -hmm. you know? And what do we mean exactly by giving it to God? Because we don't mean you have to go and donate it all to a church. Yeah. You know, I think submitting yourself prayerfully, I think, um, like keep in touch with the spirit. Mm-hmm. What is that? Keep in step. Those that live by the spirit will keep in step with the spirit. I don't think God's got any limit to um, his uses for your talents, yeah. your money and stuff. I think it's just about <clears throat> making sure that like stop and think, okay, if I lost this, would I be okay? You yeah. Know, would this just would that destroy me as a person, or is it? Am I is my focus on God and yeah. knowing? Do I know that He's all, the only thing that I need? Yeah. You know, and if so, then great, keep doing what you're doing. You know, yeah. but it's good to just reevaluate where you're at. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, and I'd say praying about your finances. It might be one of the things that I pray about least. Yeah. But it's probably should be a, it's a great thing to pray about. Not only, you know, trying to see your own needs. Maybe you are seriously, you know, in danger of going hungry or not having clothes to wear. I know, you know... We were talking with that guy at men's group who was talking about just putting clothes on kids kids' mm. backs for the winter. Yeah. And that's people in this county where the finances aren't there to stay warm. And yeah. so praying about your finances in that situation to say, I've got these needs, you know. And, and trust that God's gonna take care of them. Trust that God's gonna take he care of them. Promises that he's you know, Jesus says Look at the birds of the field. They neither sow nor reap. Mm. They always have food. Yeah. I mean, that's not the exact translation. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then the same thing. Look at the lilies of the field. Yeah. Even Solomon. In all of his his glory was not adorned like one of these. Yeah. And if God cares about the birds and the lilies, 
I think about how much more he's going to care about and take care of you, mm-hmm. you know? And I think people also get focused on the things that they don't actually need, you know? God doesn't promise you a, a new Xbox, but he mm-hmm. says that he's going to take care of you and meet your needs, you yeah. know? And it's, I mean, just living in America, it's pretty easy to have your needs met even as a, if you, I mean, even if you absolutely do lose it all and you're homeless, you can go to their shelters and things. And it's a lot more, it's a lot easier than in any other country. Probably Mm -hmm. not any other country, but there's a lot of other countries where people have it a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you're, if you feel like you're struggling, you probably aren't as bad off as you think you are. You probably are just bad off compared to other people. Right. You know, like if I compared mm. myself to most other people, I would feel very poor. Yeah. You know, um, I do not make a lot of money, but yeah. it's fine because all of my needs are met and much more so. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so true. Like, you've said this before, like one of the best ways to catch yourself in pride is to see how much you're comparing yourself to others. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very true with your money as well. How much are you comparing what you have to what people around you have? Yeah. And I don't know. Part of me feels a little bit bad or, because I've never, I've never been homeless. Yeah. I've never struggled on that level. Um, and so I don't, can't say that I know what it's like. Yeah. Um, but I do know that what the Bible says is that God's going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. You just got to put your trust and your faith and your hope in him. Yeah. And he also says that it's easier for a, Camel to enter the eye of the needle than for a rich man to get into heaven. So right. it's not that bad to not have a whole lot of money. You know? Yeah. You can be super proactive. And this is getting back to what my brother-in-law and his more of his view of money is to use it. And, you know, his whole family, anytime they've got, a little chunk of money beyond, you know, their safety net. They use it to start a small business somewhere. It's so crazy. They start a whole business with it. Yeah. Start something. Try something. Um, You know, be proactive with it. And so maybe what that would, I'm not sure exactly how this would work, but maybe you'd be able to just have the income and give it away. Give yeah. it back out as fast as you make it. Make it faster and faster and then give it out faster yeah. and faster. If you're scared of having a you know big chunk of money in your bank account, there's people and you could be a huge blessing to so many organizations mm-hmm. and people and individuals just by, you know, there's no short of places that can take your money for you, from you, for the glory of God. You know, if you're ever getting worried about how much you've got sitting yeah. around. So I think, you know, putting in that effort and trying to be good stewards and work with what you've been given 
proactively yeah is a great thing use it to glorify god not yourself though Mm -hmm. don't let that be for your glory that you're using your own money and your own skills to glorify yourself you know yeah remind yourself god's money god's skills Mm -hmm. all i gotta do is bring glory to him yeah that's the most important thing i love you know everybody's heard the verse i can do all things through christ who strengthens me and Mm -hmm. i think you know, not everybody knows what exactly that's talking about. If you read the verses right before it, it's Paul talking about how he knows he's li- how to live with abundance and to live in poverty. He mm-hmm. can really, it should say, I can endure all things through yeah. Christ who strengthens yeah. me. It doesn't matter what he has. Yeah, that might be another good part worth reading. Yeah. It talks about... I've been well-fed and I've been hungry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Philippians uh, 4, the section 10 through 13 is all about, you know, what he's received from the Philippians. But I rejoice in in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished again, though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And we've kind of just been talking about both of those things. You know, Mm -hmm. we talked about how sometimes you might be struggling to put clothes on your back, food in your belly, and sometimes you're struggling with, you know, greed and feeling mm-hmm. prideful of the money in your bank account. And regardless, you know... The answer is the same. Yeah. You focus on Christ. Right. You know? And because he's the only thing that matters. Right. I think it's real helpful. For me, it was really helpful to hear from my brother-in-law, just kind of his critique of that. Yeah. Of that not lifestyle, but plan for money, how to navigate money. And maybe to question for a minute for myself, this hands-off method of just, I'm going to deal with money as little as possible. Yeah. And maybe it's worth saying, this is, maybe this is something that God has orchestrated and can do amazing things through. You know, you look at, in the Bible, is it Joseph? And it wasn't with money, but it was with grain. And, you know, he was put in a position to do some amazing things. And as a result of it, managed to, you know, help a whole whole nation to be able to get through a, a famine. You know, no food because of these gifts that he'd been given and working with it proactively. Mm-hmm. And so I think I think there's a lot of value to not just saying, you know, I'll make what I can, save what I can. You know, that's a good, might be a good starting point, but also you can be proactive with it. What skills do you have? This is something I've been thinking about with all this is like, what skills do I have that with a little bit of, input and maybe a little bit of investing into that could i you know be doing something good maybe even in turn profiting and getting some money back 
right? So we were just talking with all those guys that had uh, all those, you know, men that had these different businesses that they were starting up. That guy starting up a bike shop. Yeah. He's got this crazy skill to <laughs> fix up motorcycles. And mm-hmm. so he's starting to, you know, work and invest time and money and energy into that. And, you know, he talked about how he's giving it all to God and yeah. just doing it for, for God's glory. But it takes, you know, it's worth investing in. Yeah. There's a reason we've got the skills, the smarts that we have. You know, maybe you're not super skilled with, with a, you know, fixing a motorcycle, but what you've got, you've got. And use it. Be proactive with it, I think, yeah. is the story of the, you know, the parable of the talents. Be proactive with what you've got, not only the money, but man, what a shame to see people with incredible skill that aren't using it. Mm-hmm. And there's something so beautiful about it when you see somebody that's like really skilled and they're using it and you yeah. can just see, wow, they're... And, and then your skill improves. Yeah. And it just goes along so well with the last episode, mm-hmm. you know, um, just, you know, when you have this skill, you have this, the land, when you have the extra room in your house that you can do whatever in, when you have the money, it's all an opportunity. It's all potential to do something else with, you know, to use Mm -hmm. in some way. Um, And I think that you have a responsibility to use it to the best of your ability. You know, Jordan Peterson has a quote that I really like, and he says talking about just something that that young people I guess need to realize is that he says the lack of their best hurts everything Mm -hmm. if you're not gonna pull your own weight yeah somebody else has to do it for you Hmm. and that's not a good thing you know you or somebody else won't yeah (laughs) um you know you you with whatever you've got you've got an opportunity to do something and everybody's different you know yeah the your path isn't going to be the same as somebody else's but you've got to keep moving forward and just trying new things yeah give it all you got i like that's what he's saying he's like do your best we don't know how much good we could do if we gave it our best Mm -hmm. every day of our lives yeah there's no telling how much good you could do if you tried as hard as you possibly could yeah. every day. I think it's really a call out against like laziness and apathy because it's the easiest thing in the world to, you know, look at uh, your little backyard and just see a little piece of land and not think much of it. It takes a lot more proactiveness and work to turn that little piece of a backyard into a garden and, you know feed Mm -hmm. people and I that's what that's a real scenario that my parents have done yeah I would have never thought of that and I would have much less had the initiative and the the work ethic maybe to make it happen but they did it and now you know the whole all the neighbors for that whole area come over and pick salads and food for themselves it's really like a community community garden super impressive that's what they had that's what they liked doing they were good at Mm -hmm. it and just 
the only thing standing that was stopping them it was you know apathy yeah same thing you know that hundred dollars sitting in your bank account that you know you worked hard to do and now it's sitting there could it be doing something maybe even could it be helping somebody else more than it's helping you yeah could you be you know putting it into action somewhere better is the only thing that's stopping that from happening apathy and laziness and not being proactive with it probably we should we should do an episode on apathy next yeah (laughs) really well i mean unless you got something else to add no it's just pretty humbling to think now because there's so many opportunities and so how many of them are we not even seeing and out of the ones that we do see do we Mm -hmm. actually act on yeah how much of that and I think every day you have the opportunity to get better in some way and do something new and you know there that's another Jordan Peterson quote which I mean I don't know that you can really credit him with it because it's I've heard it from plenty of other places as well but there's always something that you can do today Mm. that will make you better tomorrow yeah you know working on yourself or working on your projects or whatever idea that you have Mm. try to make it a reality yeah do something difficult every single day yeah you know and if you're getting to this point like me right now and it's like goodness holy smokes overwhelming Mm mm-hmm thinking, trying to figure out all the opportunities and possibilities that you have ahead of you and trying to seize each one, it is too much. And so I think that's where going to God in prayer with it is the, the key thing to do, to ask for insight as to what is the right thing for me to spend the little bit of energy or money or space or skill that I have. What should I be focusing on? Because we can only focus on one thing at a time, even though, you know, we think we can do more. So asking God for the insight and wisdom to Mm -hmm. do it. And then having the, having the discipline to do it actually, not just let that little backyard keep being a a piece of scrubby grass, Mm -hmm. turn it into a garden, make it something beautiful. Yeah. Well, guys, if you enjoyed the episode, well, we we hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, you know, if you want to help us out, the best way to support us right now is just to tell your friends about the show, share it on social media. Um, If you've got any comments or questions or just want to let us know something about the show, you can send me an email. That's in the show description. You can also find us on Twitter if you're on Twitter. I'm sorry, I am not very active on there, but I also don't think I have anybody that listens to our show following me yet, so <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, and also, you can check out my website if you want. I'll put that in the description as well. So, thanks, guys. Good stuff. Very nice. Very nice. I liked that one. Yeah, I did too. That definitely goes with last week's episode. Yeah.